Hi, podcasting from New York. They say if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. This is Pushing Boundaries. Most of today's commentary on complex social issues is binary, unproductive, and flat-out lazy. With this podcast, I'm looking to hopefully elevate these conversations, and as a lifelong educator, hopefully learn a few things along with you. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Leadership Styles. Our next topic is the compliance manager. The compliance manager. Here's a clip from Star Trek captured from YouTube. There's one commander challenging another commander of higher ranking to rethink his decision and push past fact. I'd love to do it again with you, Stowe. I can remove the cadet. Try it! This cadet is trying to save the bridge. By recommending a full stop mid warp during a rescue mission. It's not a rescue mission, listen to me, it's an attack. Based on what facts? That same anomaly, a lightning storm in space that we saw today, also occurred on the day of my birth, before a Romulan ship attacked the USS Kelvin. You know that, sir. I read your dissertation. That ship, which had formidable and advanced weaponry, was never seen or heard from again. A Kelvin attack took place on the edge of Klingon space, and at 2300 hours last night, there was an attack. 47 Klingon warbirds destroyed by Romulans, sir, and it was reported that the Romulans were in one ship, one massive ship. And you know this Klingon attack, how? So you ever found yourself on a job where you have this one individual and you have an idea, you have this grand idea of how you want to move an agenda forward, how you want to move your organization, you know, something that is limitless, something that is without boundaries, something that is going to take you to the next stage of organizational development, right? And you have this one individual who's on your team who tends to say, we can't do that. We can't do that because the regs say, don't do this. The regs say you can't do that. The regs say we have to go about it this way. The regs say, and the language says this. And often than not, they take the language as is, as face value, and they move with that. Never thinking outside of the box and always limiting themselves and the organization in terms of the capacity of what we can do. Sometimes these people uh, lead with so many so many regs and what we can't do that it almost creates an a, a, uh, uncontrolled fear in the environment of movement and becomes stifling and also paralyzing into what an organizational leader can do. They're necessary, they're necessary people in an organization, but how far, how, far the, how far the advice goes with that individual is really up to the leader in terms of what they take, what they don't take. You know, leadership is about risk. The compliance manager is not a risk taker, and that should be noted. The compliance, the compliance manager is not a risk taker. This, this person is by the books. This person is steeped in uh, studying the regs and rules and regulations and lives within that. Um, this is a very sterile um, uh, position. Uh, it, it offers no creativity and, any, and, 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 and no light in the, into the tunnel. Uh, this, this position really is a position that is created to sustain. The only way that a compliance manager grows is when the organization is rewritten without the client com- compliance manager, right? And then once a prototype is designed, and created the compliance manager then takes that and puts that into written form and then kind of franchises the idea, franchises the prototype so that it can continue to go on in the way that it, it was going successfully. But as time changes, as, as things evolve, the compliance manager holds the line and can, can keep things the same and keeps the historical relevance the same and keeps things 
uh, the pattern the same, but they don't evolve, right? Um, and so this individual in your job, you have to understand what their role is in the organization. But as an organizational leader and in leadership development, you have to understand that their style of leadership can only go but so far. But it is a necessary evil to have in an organization. And I'm not going to say necessary evil, but a necessary uh, element or component of an organization to have in order to stabilize an organizational structure. So these compliance managers are people that we see in the job who hold the line. They're the ones who keep us moving on the right track, who keep us directed, who keep us um, true to the game in terms of you know, what we can and can't do. Uh, they keep us safe. Um, they're people that tend to read the manuals, translate uh, the, the manual for the use of the organization, because really, I mean, to be truthful, none, none of us in our jobs really uh, read the manual for the job. And there's a standard operating procedure for everything that we do at work. There are manuals, there are um, laws and, and, and all kinds of criteria in terms of how we do our work and how we live together socially in the job. There are various social contracts that are written into law and regulations, rules and regulations. And these things um, shape the organization and how we play together, right? Um, so these compliance managers are the ones who, who are digesting this material, translating it and communicating it to us. They're informing the organization and warning us in terms of what we can do. They also, they also offer uh, legal options uh, and potential loopholes in the organization or in regulations to allow us some flexibility and some problem solving. Um, you know, these are the keepers of the records. They, they lead through numbers and manuals. They're great managers. Um, they establish the alignment of purpose. They write written reports and publish them. And so these are the people who are nose to the nose to the grind. They you know usually uh, spend eight hours in front of the computer or more. Um, they're looking at numbers and data. Uh, they they're fine tuning it. They're adjusting it. They're interpreting it. They're including it in reports. Um, they're very technical in terms of how they approach items or or, or, or challenges in the organization. Um, and so those are the pros for this this position. The other the 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 con for this position is that they are two dimensional leaderships, right? And they always they always beholden to the written to the written form or the written language and to the law and to the regs, right? Um, and not to say that these are necessarily your lawyers because uh, they they're not necessarily your lawyers. Um, they they're more so like the people in the IRS, right? They may be the people that are are dealing with uh, your st stat your, your stats. These are the people who are dealing with your data. These are the people who are dealing with um, um, ratios and, and outcome of ratios on a, on a specific problem. The the problem with this is that sometimes they lack adaptability, right? They 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 tend to uh, be socially awkward and can be alienated because they spend a lot of time grappling with data. And trying to make sense of it and help and trying to articulate it to others. But they get so deeply involved with data that sometimes it doesn't translate into um, language that we can understand. And so sometimes, you know, they're speaking to us and it's a whole lot of techni technical uh, gibberish. We don't understand what is going on. And so they become alienated. They also struggle with taking risk because they look, they're looking at probability and they're looking at ratios. And sometimes that can be good. But we know that... Um, in discovering new things and and taking risk and and breaking the molds we have to go beyond the numbers and with the rationale and and 
the ratios and the probability tell us. Uh, sometimes we can break that and we can uh, move beyond those those limiting um, uh, statistics. Uh, so this this person can be stifling, and they can reduce the morale and productivity in the organization. And you know they they you know they often they often um, save time and and they take well actually they take they spend a large amount of time and a financial investment in doing their jobs. And they can change the direction of an organization into the negative, right? And so if we're looking for a free-thinking organization, a problem-solving organization, um, you know, this, 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 this leadership style can be uh, limiting. Now, I would be interested in to find out what a compliance manager, how does a compliance manager operate in an organization like Google, right? And Google and their concept is very open-minded in terms of how they solve problems. And so I wonder where they how they uh, play out there, how they play out in places like Amazon, how they play out in places like, you know, Microsoft and, and, and Facebook, right? The compliance manager, where's their role in this and how do they keep hold the line and how does the organization not allow them to um, limit them in terms of their growth and, and, and um, creativity as an organization. And so it'd be one interesting to know, but this is your compliance manager. It is a, it is a leadership style. Some people spend their entire lives in this, in this position on this role, and some people spend a short time in it and they move on to other styles. And so that, that closes our session for today on Compliance Manager. And this is episode four. Thanks for listening to Pushing Boundaries. Once again, my name is Sharif Rucker. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please do me a favor by commenting, subscribing, and sharing this podcast with everyone you know. All of these things are free and take very little effort but would mean the world to me. Thanks again and stay tuned.